what's up you guys this is otherworldly podcast um full disclosure my heart is beating really fast because we're at (laughs) no please continue good job buddy okay we're at the place where it all began we're back at the park in our jeep doing a halloween episode for you guys and these stories are going to be <laughs> really spooky. I am your host, Tierra. And I'm your co-host, Mr. Andrew Blackwell. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly you're tripping, Jay. Clearly you want to tell jokes. No, nah, I want to joke. Because are you going to be joking at the end of this? Or are you going to be joking at the end of this? I don't even know how to begin because, I mean, for the past couple of episodes, we've just been listening to other people's stories. And I don't even know where to start on, like, telling our stories. But, um... Boy, do I have a bunch. And I I didn't want to give it away in the first episode, nor do I think I could have given it away. I was so nervous. Like, listening back to the episode, there was so much stuff that I left out about growing up. But hopefully, I say all this to say, hopefully these stories come through clear and I get everything out and I can tell y'all all of the spooky instances because I really want y'all to understand that when we moved to Alberta... That's when things took a turn and that's when I started to get really spiritual and that's when I started to realize that this house was more than just a haunted house. But in fact, for real to this day, I think like a portal, there was like so much happening in the house and on the property and all around and Alberta itself is kind of creepy. Like I said, we're sitting at the park. The park is like walking distance from my old house and that's where I saw the shadow people. So yeah, that's my that's my play. I'm really interested to hear your stories. And I'm really interested to tell you something about this one story that you told on um, in your ear, because I don't think you know about this legend. So I can't wait for you to like dive into that. And then you've been quiet this whole time. No, I'm letting you speak. You done? <laughs> I, guess I didn't so. know if you were introducing me. I'm just so sitting there waiting. So I, me personally... So I have a story and I'm looking it up right now because y'all are not going to fact check me. You might hear somebody say something. Doppelganger. Doppelganger. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought, I thought hitting the volume button was going to stop. It just kept repeating. So I have, a, I have a story about a doppelganger. I had to make sure I looked it up. Um, do you know the, the correct definition for um, people who might not know? I feel like it's so when I was watching the Vampire Diaries, it usually portrayed like a a a second version of yourself. And a lot of times the second version would be like more menacing and evil and things like that. Um, So like people would probably see you somewhere that you aren't. If that makes sense, because there's a second version of you out there. Well, yes, that's her definition. I don't know why I asked that because I already had it pulled up on my phone. I didn't even realize it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For a doppelganger, you heard it. You heard the voice say it. An apparition or double of a living person. So I have this story about uh, my first tattoo that I got. Uh, For those who might have seen it, it's a a generic music symbol because I'm a musician. Some of y'all may already know that. And so one day... You know, my parents was like, yeah, you can get a tattoo for your birthday this year, yada, yada, yada. I think I was like 16. I was like, bet. So I did that stupid thing that a lot of younger people, I'm pretty sure, have done. I went to Google and typed in the tattoo that I wanted. Let's be real. You do this now, but. 
No, I get the ideas. Okay. All right. That's not true. That might have been your first generic tattoo, but that was the first of many. She got a little Eminem on her wrist. (laughs) Okay. She know about tattoo. Okay. So anyway, so I looked up music symbols and I was looking up different, you know, I I wasn't aware of people making their thing their own, but you know what? Screw society and their rules. If you want to get a tattoo that somebody else got already, (laughs) hey, go do it. You know what I'm saying? That's on you. It's your money. Use it when you need it. Or you can be original, but that's just... Or you can be original, but, you know what I'm saying, don't let that hold you to it. Because a lot of people aren't original in this world, so don't let them play you. But anyway, that's a side note. We're going to talk about that on a different one. But, so... Tattoos? No. Originality. Originality. Um, I guess that could be creepy. Because we some clones out here. There's a lot of clones. But, so, um, how this story starts out is that I I was looking, I typed in music symbol, tattoos, on Google, and then you know they gave me a bunch of generated different tattoos. I saw this particular tattoo that I liked that kind of stuck out to me. It had some treble clefs. It has a whatever you call them lines. I'm not a study musician, so uh, I saw the tattoo and I was like, oh, I really like that one. I said, okay. I told my parents I found a tattoo that I want. And they was like, all right, bet. So we went to the tattoo parlor the next day. This tattoo parlor was in Petersburg area. Uh, it was a place used to be called uh, Fat Cat's Tattoo Parlor. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I go there and I walk in the door right off the rip. They saw me and it was like, hey, didn't you come in here earlier? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know y'all or anybody. First, I think I was just in there with my mom. Right. And I'm just it's a like, child. Yeah, I'm just a child. I'm like, what are you talking about? So. I'm like, no, you know, I didn't come in here early. It's like, wow, that's, that's weird. And it was like, you know, um, so I told my name and whatnot, and it was just like, that's weird, because the person that came in here earlier literally was named Andrew. So I was just like, okay, you know, it could be a lookalike black Andrew in the area. I, I didn't think that much of it. So um, we're talking to them, we're discussing the tattoo and all this stuff, and I said, hey, I found it. I have a picture of it on my phone, yada, yada, yada. You know, we discussed price. We got through all that. And he was like, okay, well, can you email us the picture of the tattoo that you would like? I said, sure. I hadn't really sent emails by this time. You know what I'm saying? Once again, I was 16. Early 2000s. This was, yeah, our early 2000s. Gmail wasn't really even a thing. I had Yahoo. I still got that to this day. What did um, you just say? Yahoo. You said, I had Yahoo. Bruh. Yahoo. Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo. All right. So, so um... I was like, all right, bet. So I put the, I somehow I figured it out. You know what I'm saying? We smart. I figured it out and I hit the send button. And so I'm like, you know, I just press send. Um, you know, see if they got it. And he was like, well, we haven't gotten it yet. We're still looking. We're looking. It's not coming through. So I'm just like trying it again. I probably tried like four times. All of a sudden, the guy was like, wait a minute. Let me see the picture. So I was like, all right, bet. I showed him the picture on my phone. He was like, hey, the picture is right here. I already printed out. So... Um, he shows me the picture. It's the same exact arm because it was on person's arm. Um, it was the same exact picture that I had found on Google. And he was like, yeah, hey, go the picture right here. So I'm like puzzled. I'm like, he was like, yeah, the, the guy that I was telling you about earlier literally dropped this picture off, but he hadn't came. He mm. never came back. First of all, people, this is 100% true. I, I don't be capping. I hand the streets <laughs> in my story. I just want to put that out there. Listen, so, we have to get out of the mindset that people are going to think that we're not telling the truth. Things go bump in the night, believe it or not. Aliens 
star assessors, all that stuff is real in your reality. If you believe it, then you see it and that's what it is. If y'all don't believe the stories, you don't. But I don't, if people are listening to the podcast, I doubt that they're listening saying, oh, these liars. Like, obviously there's something in them that are, that's curious. So go ahead. Go off, sis. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. So, um, okay. So he was like, yeah, the guy that I was telling you about that I thought was you dropped this off early. He, the guy never returned. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those, I'm going to get a tattoo and don't never return person type of person. <laughs> he saw the person. So, so, um, like, oh, so I'm, I'm really, so we're like all looking at each other, like puzzled, like, you know, this is crazy. Like the person you, you thought was me, we had the same name. And also this person also dropped off the same tattoo. I had never been to this place. I didn't even, I never had sent the picture or anything pre going here or anything. I know I had no idea about any of that. I was, like I said, it's my first time going to a tattoo parlor. So that was one of my crazy experience with a situation with a doppelganger. I have a question though. What was so that? when you went to get this tattoo that day, was your dad with you? Yes, he was with me, but he never went there with us. He actually, funny story. It's not funny. He went to Domino's because they came up with these new <laughs> Philly cheese steak sandwiches or something like that at this time. <laughs> so he dropped me and my mom off and left. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all right. But okay, I thought so about that. My before, That was this. my question. Could he had gone and like, um, I guess did like the whatever photo situation for you? Because no, no. at the time, you and your dad look identical. No, no, not at all. Uh, first of all, I was a child, so I was way shorter than my dad, obviously. But mm-hmm. um, no, I I thought about that, but it's like my dad didn't know anything about sending emails or anything at that That's time, true. and also he's so he, off the he, grid. he he y'all he think never we're off saw, the grid. <laughs> he never even saw the photo okay. that I had pulled up. So yeah, but they said that person was there earlier that day. You know, what I'm saying my dad never came in there. That's prior weird. To this. Um, yeah, yeah, down so, to the name. Down to the name. Uh, it, That's it, nasty. Yeah, that was probably one of the craziest experiences, and it, it happened. And it was just like a lot of people say with their crazy stories that like it happened. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's like a thing of the past. And you never thought about it. And, you know, on special occasions like Christmas, it pops up in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yo, that was something Does that actually happened. Or- yeah, not necessarily. I just think I find it very odd. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it is creepy to think about, I guess. But it, it was just a very odd thing, you know, but I believe in stuff like that energy, spirits and all of you know, what I'm saying? it's just like, but the thought of that is just crazy that somebody not look like me, but looks like me, you know, has the same name is you because they, have, they yeah. bought the same picture, not saying that that was a one of a kind picture on Google, but that's, that's, a that's three in a row. That's a, that's, that's tic-tac-toe, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, um, I thought you might laugh there, but. Huh? <laughs> Lost him. But- <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> no, because I'm sitting here thinking it's giving me chills to think about. Like I don't think I ever want to run into my alternate self, yeah, or my doppelganger, because people talk about that sometimes, and they they they, they, they talk kinda, about running into them, yeah, and they say it sometimes it feels like a moment in time or like a like a tear in the universe, like it doesn't feel good. Like you know how I tell you about my vertigo and I feel mm-hmm. dizzy and I feel like they say it feels like that like it's just a it don't feel good and so i i think that would i ain't gonna lie i'm getting spooked out right now we sit in the dark yeah i've been park. looking around the whole time you're telling the story i'm just I'm looking like, forward you know you for you <laughs> i'm just trying to keep my eyes i don't even know if i should look for but yes, oh you said okay. looking forward yeah. they said i'm looking for it i'm like no, no thank you don't do um that. talk about the other time that you had so you you have that story but i was with you with this doppelganger story what do you mean? When the girl was like, 
And she's like, oh my gosh, I saw you at a party. And you're like, nah, because me. <laughs> that me. She's like, I swear to God, I saw you at a party. And I'm like, this could be one or two things. You like, know, I, I, I don't get around like that, obviously. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everywhere I go, my wife is with me, unless it's at work, and even sometimes. That is then, true. We're joined you know, at the hip. But, but, uh, but yeah, that, that could be you, in all those situations. It could have been the same person. It could have been the same you. That's strange. That's that's strange. You have another you in your close proximity. It's not like people are seeing you in Ireland or Japan. Like your other, your doppelganger lives here. And well, we, I might have an international one. So you think you have multiple doppelgangers? I mean, I'm not saying I do, and I'm not saying I don't. But nobody talks about the international ones because mm-hmm. you know, unless you're there, you could you could have a, a, a doppelganger that's living in the UK right now. You know what I'm saying? Brother, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you, he's been he's been saying bruv for about a week now. He started on the video. <laughs> and he's been saying bruv. His English accent, his British accent is awful, but he keeps saying bruv. Yeah, I know. can't wait for it to die off. <laughs> go off, sir. But you know, you don't think about stuff like that because you would never know because you don't know anybody. Who don't think about stuff? I think I about know. it all the time. Okay, well, you know, you're different. You know what I'm saying? I just saw the headlights of the cars again in the woods, you know, and I, I got spooked out for a second. I'm getting Ed Sheeran shivers right now. Yeah, yeah. Huh? I the song. <laughs> the song. Yeah. Give me the shivers. Yes. You definitely say shivers. But yeah, that's my story. What, but does that creep you out now? Like as an ad- So you, like you said, you was young and you was like, oh, that's so weird. But that wasn't me um, coming in here to get that tattoo, obviously. But now that we're on like the spiritual journey and we're talking about, like we were talking to Aisha and Mary about like the abyss mm-hmm. when it comes to like supernatural and extraterrestrial things. That's the aspect that scares me. Like the unknown, the abyss, yeah, the yeah. everything and nothing all at once. That's what that feel like to me. It's like. What well, see, is this? What is this planet? What is this universe that you could possibly have somebody who looks just like you in your close proximity, and people mistake them for you? That's crazy. All this. Song. What if you're the doppelganger? Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm just saying. I mean, you know, it's better for the world. There's two of me walking around. Do you? Wow. It's benefits. It's a lot of benefits to okay. that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like health food. I have a benefits chart. You know what I'm okay. saying? Um, the more the merrier. Lower your blood pressure, all that good stuff. You know <laughs> okay. what I'm saying? But no, see, at the time I was younger, so I wasn't 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 really thinking. I didn't know anything about the top game. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't mm-hmm. I ain't learned to that word until I met you. That because you and your mom like to watch sci-fi shows and You're all welcome, that. Welcome, baby. You know what I'm saying? But it's like I didn't think about that until I thought it was I thought it was crazy at the time. Like I said, but as I got older, I started looking back at that situation. I was like, wait a minute. Like that, ew. Yeah, like that's that's <laughs> that something ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Um it, you know, it just so for it to happen to me and me knowing that it's legit, you know what I'm saying? It's like I don't know, I didn't I didn't make up a story. Like it actually happened. Um to know that that was real, it's a real situation is just very mind blowing to me, you know. And mm-hmm. like you said, it, it, we don't, you know, it just is it's creepy to think of that now, you know. It's putting a knot at the the pit of my stomach, to be honest. I don't know why my stomach is turning at the thought of that. I've never had a doppelganger experience. Well, I never thought that I did until we started talking recently. I know that a lot of my friends um, looked like me. Like, I remember Yasmin and then my friend, uh, I think her name was Janisha, that I showed you when I was living in um, 
Prince George. I feel like, you know, people tend to um, gravitate towards people who look like them mm-hmm. and who also think like them and stuff like that. But that's not the same as an actual a carbon you, copy of you. You didn't see somebody right. else's song. It's not like, oh, I got to look alike in my town. We right. talk, we hang out. It's just like... That could be putting dirt on your name as yeah. well. Because like the definition says, you know, not only is it uh, a carbon copy of you, but they 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 often have like a menacing... Um, or like they're the negative side of it. It's like a. Well, I didn't yeah. see that in that definite in Google, but you talking about in that other book. <laughs> I thought I did see that on Google too. No, I don't know. No, no. Well, yeah, that's weird. But okay, so my job, what I, I I thought was like a doppelganger experience, but then as we got older, like I said, I started to feel like it was more extraterrestrial, which is funny. Because growing up, like I said, I was more spiritual and supernatural. You were more extraterrestrial. So you have all of these stories about extraterrestrials. And it wasn't until I dissected this event then I, that I realized that it could have been, it could have been something otherworldly. So when I was, um, when I was living in Prince George, uh, between the ages of nine and 12, I don't exactly remember when this took place, but, um, I was dreaming uh we were cleaning our house or whatever and it was like destroyed and we were just my job was i don't know what i was doing but i was taking like a bucket of water to the bathroom or whatever i don't it was like a mixture between modern day now that i think about it and little house on the prairie prairie i have no idea what i said prairie Prairie. (laughs) Prairie. um i have no idea why i was getting a bucket of water but so it was a normal dream blah 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 we're cleaning the house it's you know spring cleaning and I took a bucket to the bathroom to fill it up in the bathtub. And I felt somebody behind me. I felt like a presence behind me. And so when I looked up, I didn't look up in the doorway. I kind of looked up in the, like my eyes were scanning first. So it's like it hit the mirror before it hit the doorway. Cause just, you know, like mm-hmm. it like a slow motion situation. This was a dream. This was a dream. Correct. Okay. So when, as I was scanning and my eyes met the mirror, the mirror was reflecting the doorway. So it's like the mirror was showing the doorway and in the doorway was me but the kicker is <laughs> it was now me it was adult tiara oh. like curly hair tiara for for preference i haven't been natural that long um i went through a lot of a lot of weaves and a lot a lot of lost edges um you gotta do what a, you gotta do it was just the time, you know, they was like, I'm getting sick and tired of your broken promise. The pro-, that type of weave, you understand what I'm saying? It was bad. Um, I ain't had no edges and it was just that. So I, like I said, when I saw myself, it, it was me in this age, this era with like curly hair. And I didn't think about that as a kid. After I saw myself, I woke up, but I woke up in sleep paralysis. Mm. So like it happened and then I woke up and I couldn't move. And then I got a sleep paralysis. And it was a dream that honestly haunted me. Like, it sounds so small and so simple because I've had really weird, crazy dreams. I just had that CBD dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, with, I, I, with, that's know, a whole different story. I ain't trying to sound like a lightweight because obviously, you know, but CBD. Bruv. I'm talking about the, the TAC zero stuff. Bruv. People be over, that stuff ain't no joke when you take it back to back. I'm talking about dream wise. Leave me alone. You potheads asking me if I want to get high or want to drink. I can't even take CBD without having sleep paralysis. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? I had the worst episode the other morning. My poor husband thought I was having a seizure in real time. I'm talking well, about she was shaking and I all felt this stuff with like her eyes open. 
I felt like I was being pulled apart in the universe. All of this was happening in my dream and I was trying to fight it and get out of it. I had no idea that my actual physical body was jolting and I was screaming in real time. I had no idea that my eyes were on the back of my head. Stop asking me if I want to smoke with you. Stop asking about if you want me to drink with you. I can't even handle a non-alcoholic CBD. Leave me alone. Anyway, so what was I saying? Right. Okay. So after the dream, it, it haunted me. It was a strong, it like, like I said, I have nightmares all the time that are scary, but that, that, like I said, from the age of nine to 12, I don't know what time frame it was. I remember it distinctly like it happened yesterday. It scared me so bad getting that bucket of water, turning around and seeing me in the doorway. Um, but in my mind, I guess it was like an alternate me because it was an adult me with curly hair. So it was me, but it wasn't me because I didn't know that person at the time, right? Yeah. yeah. So as that's, I'm that's, dream or not, that's that's scary. And the and fact that you I, saw yourself like that in detail. Exactly. Now, yeah. And so as I got older and I started to transition into natural hair and we started to be spiritual and I started to to literally be the face of the person that I saw in my dream. I remember we were sitting back and we were talking. It had clicked in my mind that like, yo, was that like, because we were talking about our star sisters the day we saw them in the sky. Mm-hmm. That's been a repetitive story on this podcast, but that was just a remarkable moment. So we were talking about like our star sisters or our ancestors in the sky and seeing like our past, present and future selves, whatever. And I was like, what if that was one of those type of encounters? But in real time, I saw myself. And so... That was like the only time I had a doppelganger experience. And then I like after um, we saw our star sisters in the sky and then we saw the um, the the red light. Yeah. I had another dream like that where this was now this was within these these past two years. I can't remember when we saw the lights in the sky. That was last year. Yeah, it was just last year. OK, so now as an adult, I remember um, after we saw the lights in the sky, we were like really heavy in the UFOs. You remember we was watching the documentary and the lady was like oh yeah there's like 64 different type of extraterrestrial lives out there and yeah we all get pregnant by them sometimes you yeah, know that, <laughs> um amazon was it, amazon prime yes they, um, they was dropping a lot of stuff that um <laughs> as if though it was just everyday the stuff. host oh, okay. of the show was an alien um you know you can't convince me she wasn't like she was definitely from a different planet but so we were heavy into it and that could be the placebo effect of course but um, it was just a lot of spiritual things happening, right? So I remember I was um, sleeping and I had this dream that was, there were three versions of me. There was me, the I guess the protagonist in this dream. Then there was like a, a guardian me. And the guardian me was guarding this, this powerful me, if that makes sense. The like, guardian, huh? We mean like, uh, like all no in check or? Huh? No, no, no. Like guarding me in the sense that it was like their bodyguard or their protector. Like I were (laughs) like I like they worked for the powerful me and the powerful me was like all knowing, all seeing, all everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And the powerful me was trying its best to merge with me, the protagonist, me, the one that was having the dream. Mm -hmm. So the guardian was like trying to like get me in the vicinity in like a close proximity to my powerful self so the three of us can merge into one and I I was fighting it and I felt I didn't feel like it was a a choice that was going to be good for like Tierra me the one that's talking now I felt like it was a 
it I, I felt as uncomfortable as I did when we saw the red lights in the sky like this whatever you have going on either my my vessel is not prepared for it or it's not this isn't this is the bad doppelgangers that I was telling you about like it didn't feel good so literally throughout the whole dream it was me trying to lucid dream the best that I could so I can find that door so I can wake up so I can get out of it because it strongly felt like an alien abduction that's yeah. what it felt like and I could not get out of it that, but, number, hmm? that number three exactly oh, oh yeah. my gosh so yeah that that's the only doppelganger um, situation that I have but that's really scary to think and, and I guess it could be a beautiful thing too like like I said, this universe is all knowing, all everything, but all nothing at the same time. And who's to say that, you know, there aren't things out there like I <laughs> like Bigfoot and stuff like that. I don't believe in Bigfoot, but boy, do I have a Bigfoot story for you that I didn't think was Bigfoot until now. But like all of those things existing in our reality and in their reality and stuff, I mm-hmm. guess it could be nice. But just the idea of another you. And like I said, people feeling like they stepped into like a vortex when they meet them themselves. I, I don't want, I don't want that to happen. And like yeah. I said, not, none of those moments, none of those dreams made me feel good. The first dream that I had, I woke up in sleep paralysis. I couldn't move. And then the dream that I uh, recently had, I was, it felt like I was being like the CBD dream that I just recently, I felt like I was being pulled apart into the universe. Like my body was being spread thin into nothingness and I could feel everything like I, I was becoming the universe. That's what it felt like. Yeah. It felt like I was being pulled apart and then being made all over again. And I didn't. I, I felt like I was being abducted by aliens. Yeah. I, I don't know how to explain it, but um, <sighs> craziness. You know, doppelgangers, man. You know. Um, um, moving on to another subject that I wanted to talk about on this episode was a a, a strange occurrence that I had. Um, all this kind of ties in together. Of strange occurrences, but uh, strange things. So, there's a situation where, um, well, I'm gonna start off like this. I used to be an avid hunter, fisherman, I was a straight up outdoors country boy, you know. I, I wanted to have my oh, own. Oh, we couldn't tell after you said Yahoo. What you mean? <laughs> oh, you talk, oh, you talking about my accent? <laughs> um, I used to be an avid fisher, fisherman, hunter. And all this stuff, you know, everything outdoors was me. I wanted to have my own, my first, I mean, I said my first. I wanted to have the first <laughs> black-faced hunter TV show. Because um, there was none on the hunting channels I could see. So I was like, that would be so cool if I'd be like the first like black Like Nuck If You Buck Dynasty? Nuck If You Buck Dynasty. <laughs> Is that something? Or you just something you No, know? like Duck Dynasty, but it's Nuck, Nuck If You if Buck, Buck Dynasty. Dynasty. That's on stereotype. We <laughs> <laughs> So because I'm black, I gotta be. I'm a, I'm fighting. I'm in the club, <laughs> getting down. Throwing, yeah, yeah. The bears. Be. You're but, fighting oh, okay, the bears. Well, you know, I, I'm not a part of that life. Funny, I'm a vegan now. You know, so look at this guy. So, <laughs> anyway, so um, on this particular day, uh, me and my dad went fishing. It was this. It was this pond in this town I live close near. Um, close. That's a close near. Boy, what is wrong with you? So it's this town. <laughs> Get it together. That I was fishing in, that I lived near. Um, it was a pond. It was like three ponds. They were all kind of like, one side was connected. The other side was like, there was another side that was kind of separated, but they all were like in the same vicinity. You were walking between them. It was like a path going into the woods. The pond was at a cemetery. 
a huge cemetery. You had to go down this path beside the cemetery to get down to the fishing pond. A lot of people fish here, so it's not like it was like this secluded area with nobody. Y'all were getting. fishing at a cemetery. Hey, look, you, you got to look when you are when you're outdoors. When you got to get in there and get it. There's mm-hmm. so much water around us, and y'all chose. That. I heard it was a good spot. Okay. okay. Think about it now. What I do it? Nah. I was all about you know about out there in, in, in the wilderness. So. This particular day, we went down. I've been down there maybe once or twice. I was real little. We returned once I got a little old. I was probably maybe junior high. So me and my dad went down there and went fishing one evening. Um, We were down there fishing. Uh, and we see... Oh, I'm starting to get scared now. So <laughs> we sitting out there fishing. And I'm out there casting. You know, we're out there doing things. I don't even know if we had caught anything by this point. Um... So we look up the path because we caught something walking up towards us at our peripheral. It was this Caucasian man dressed in black. It might have been a black turtleneck. You know what I'm saying? It was very, it was like black very man hipster. Christmas type era with the gold chain this combo. Christmas, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that. Vajon. Yeah, yeah. Vajon. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how he was dressed. So um, he came walking up and he was, it was like these little different little, um, paths down to the pond that you can stand in in between the trees and stuff so there's multiple little sections so he saw us he said you know hello but i noticed he had an accent german what it sounded like and so i was like don't get oh, us canceled no I don't. he had a german accent okay. so um this is an accent okay. you can cancel me if I, if I can't be a human being for descriptions then you might want well to send me up out of here so I was like, okay, I never heard, you know, somebody, especially where we're from, with an accent like that. So I was just like, oh, oh yeah. that's kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? So he goes down to the pond in one of these little paths, and he had, a like, a plastic black bag. And he, I was just kind of watching him, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a man of my business, but I'm also kind of looking. I, he pulls out this plastic bag and puts it in the water and starts moving it side to side, side to side, side to side side to side all of a sudden he stops he gets up maybe after about 10 minutes of being there he was like all right bye we said bye he walks back up the path and my dad looked at each other and was like i wonder what that was all about you know so i'm like okay whatever so we came out there maybe that next week because it was getting probably close to springtime you know so it was it was in that time frame so fish were starting things were starting to pick up so we go back out there the next week so um we start fishing again. Tell me why this man appears again. He's coming down there. Now, we never remember seeing a car or anything. It's not like, because it's like, so how it was said it was like a path and the cemetery is up on this hill. Then the back side of the hill drops down towards to where the pond is. And it's like some trees and stuff around. So it's not like I can see if he parked a car up somewhere. But it was just like, he would just, we never saw him walking down the path. It was just like when he got closer to where the ponds were, he just, we just all of a sudden caught him into our eye. Mm-hmm. So, Second time, he kind of he said hello again. You know what I'm saying? We recognize each other. We're like, hey, you know, how's it going? And um, he goes back down to the pond. He puts this black bag back in the water again. So he's moving this side to side. So at this point, I'm like, this is kind of creepy. I'm, you know, I'm young. I'm like, you know, I don't know what's going on right now. I'm not putting anything on this situation. It was very odd. He's just putting in the water. He's moving back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I never looked over there because that's none of my business. But I'm like, what the hell is in this bag 
that he keep coming down here and putting in the water. He could have been around. fishing. No, he won't fishing. He was at the edge <laughs> in the shallow stuff. Get on my face. For 10 minutes and he was gone. Yeah, okay, again. You, said, you said that he had an accent. So maybe, obviously he's from a different country. What if Are that's you how trying they, to get canceled? No, I'm saying what if, what if oh that was God. like some sort of traditional fishing? Okay, well, I'm just telling my story. You can look it up, but <laughs> I already know what's going on over here. <laughs> okay. He wasn't trying to look for fish. It was like he just came out there with this bag he already had and just put it in the water. He moved it around a little bit, and he took it, pick it up, and he walks off. So he did it a second time, third time. I don't know what the hell was wrong with me and my dad for down there fishing again, but it was a good spot. You know what I'm saying? So... He um appears again. This time, I look up on the hill. He has a woman with him. She also has a German accent. So it's not a residual haunting because now there's another person. But like I said, we never see them like just. No. I understand. It's just like we'll be fishing and we're not paying attention to this area. And we're just out there fishing. And all of a sudden, we'll look back and there they are. So this time, I was like, oh, okay. You know, maybe his wife or somebody's with him. So she saw us and she reaches her hands up and waves at us and we're like why you hey. wave in slow motion you know, like it just, was a ghost like you know man she just waves at us and he sees us and you know obviously we're acquainted we family you know what I'm saying <laughs> okay. we had we the cookout so <laughs> he comes back and he does his thing again so I'm just like you know by this time I'm like man this is kind of just really just strange I'm not saying that it can't be a, a practice or anything you know what I'm saying I'm not you know smart in those areas of what people do in different countries and different places stuff like that so there's no shame and i just thought it was very odd and i thought it was also weird that we were behind a cemetery <laughs> and this stuff was happening just, you know what i'm saying because it didn't it, did, it wasn't adding up because i know you may hear her talking about maybe that's how they fish i'm not an outdoorsman you know what i'm saying it's a universal thing you can go from here everybody got a fishing pole whether it's bamboo <laughs> or a stick or anything, or you know what I'm saying, how it is, that's how, that's a universal way. I never seen anything like this before. And then, like I said, it was like five to ten minutes worth of him just moving the bag. It wasn't like I, it wasn't like he was trying to catch minnows or somebody wants to say that or or anything. It was just like he had something in his bag and he would just put it in the water and move it around and then I don't know if he was panning for gold, because clearly there wasn't no gold here. <laughs> but um people do so that. So you think Hey, well, he might know something. I just thought it was very strange for that to happen. I'm not saying it was a ghost or anything. You know, just just something to talk about. It was just some strange happenings, you know? No, I feel you. I mean, to put in the factor that this is a country, this is a small town, and when y'all see somebody doing something out the order, yeah, that, I mean, they're automatically demons. No, I get that. Um, I, listen, <laughs> I got a girl over here. She was like, yeah, doppelganger. The other one is usually the menacing one. It's trying to kill everybody. What are you talking about, Playboy? That's what the you know that's what the folklore be saying, but yeah, I'm talking about the other you know, the folklore. You don't gotta, movie. you don't have to believe me. I mean, no, I can understand that is kind of creepy. We actually drove past that cemetery the other day. We like to do midnight drives, and it was so foggy out there. And I'm like, if I see a ghost, I'm gonna cry. Like, yeah, why? Yeah, why so is there fog the sitting on these tombs? That path back going to that pond, by the way, has overgrown now, and trees have grown into it. So I, I'm sure nobody goes unless they walk through the cemetery because they really need to, you know, get down there to fish. But it's like, um, it's just overgrown. It was a thing people were going there, um, but now it just seemed like a non-existent. Oh, that's a know. shame. Cause like you said, people were fishing down there, and yeah. that was a spot for you and your dad, but. That's what happens when y'all allow, you know, demonic possessions to, I guess, you know, it, 
That's <laughs> you're afraid of everything. Like I'm sitting here listening. I'm, I'm at the edge of my seat listening to your story. Then once I started realizing that it was just, you know, look, a gentleman. She's trying to downplay me. She's trying to downplay. Nah, cause like nah. So look, if your story ain't scaring me, I'm gonna say it. So let me tell you about this this Bigfoot story right, that I didn't over. think was Bigfoot until you and Chris put that idea in my mind. Okay, so this was at. The house that I told you I feel like is a portal. At this home, we've heard and seen things. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna try to put a couple of stories in here so I can stretch it out through the rest of the seasons if we so choose to do this forever. So I'll tell some. I'll tell like two or three good stories. But this Bigfoot on story scared me to death because at the time I didn't feel like it was Bigfoot, and in retrospect, if I thought it was Bigfoot then, I'm the one put that idea. Yes, if I thought it was Bigfoot then, it wouldn't have scared me as much as it did. So stealing stories. Nah, bro. Listen. So I don't know all of the semantics of what was going on. I just remember I came home. It was it was nighttime. Feeling like me and my mom and my sister came home, maybe from visiting my other siblings up in the city, and I get out the car first. So I'm walking up the path. We have like this beautiful long path. If I mean, a uh, small plug, but if you've ever seen our wedding blog, you saw the house and there's like a small path that goes up to the door or whatever. Um, so I'm walking up that path and from my peripheral, I can see this like white mass standing beside a tree. Like it was so, it was so white, not Caucasian white. It was like a... <laughs> Like a gas, like a, like a, like a fog, like a smoke that it caught my eye. I could see it from my peripheral. So when I looked over there, I saw what looked like this stocky person, the stocky humanoid thing standing beside this tree that was no further than like a couple of feet from our porch. And it was just standing right beside the tree. It was medium height maybe six foot i'll give it that it wasn't that tall maybe six foot it was average yeah it had the it had the build of like somebody who works at nightclubs like it was a it was a (laughs) it was a stocky it was a stocky humanoid body and once i looked at it like not no longer from my peripheral but like straight on i automatically felt like I was in danger because there's no way I, I'm not I'm sitting here thinking that I'm, I had to have been outside by myself because at this point I'm thinking I didn't run back to the car to my mom so I might have been the last person to get out the car I automatically felt like I was in danger and so like all of the kids in the movies everything in my brain went away I didn't know how to be a person I didn't know how to get to safety I didn't know how to use a key I didn't know how to do anything I just knew that I didn't want to take my eyes off of whatever this thing is so I'm inching up no 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 no. I I I I shuffled I cupid shuffled all the way to the freaking door I got close enough to the door and the closer I got to the thing because now I'm on the porch now I'm standing in front of our door trying to get in without taking my eyes off of the thing now and now I truly realize why people die in movies because they're constantly in fear that if they take their eye off of the monster then they're going to die so it's like I can't put a key trajectory is getting out the situation (laughs) I can't put a key in the doorknob if I'm not looking at the doorknob because I'm looking at this thing so I'm looking and I'm like this can't possibly be anything other than a mistake like I'm my body is in full flighter, uh, fight or flight mode. Like I don't, I've never seen anything like this before. And I'm like, at this point I'm rubbing my eyes, trying to 
to rationalize what I'm seeing and I'm closer to it now. And there's this, like I said, this stocky silhouette humanoid thing, um, white, just standing beside the tree, right beside the house. And I cannot, I don't even remember what happened after that. I'm not even kidding you. I have no idea what happened after that. I don't remember if I got in the house. I do remember getting in the house and that was literally it. I don't remember talking about it with anybody that night or anything. I just remember how broken (laughs) my, the chemical makeup of my body was because I was in the presence of something that was truly otherworldly. There was there was not a, a bone in my body that believed that was a person because I could see straight through it. It was a, it was like a glow in the dark. I don't even know how to explain it. It was like a glow in the dark figure. It was so, it was so bright and so white, ghastly, but also you can see through it to let you know, Hey, I'm not somebody, I'm not an intruder getting into your house. I'm something that's been here for centuries and I'm watching you get in your house. Anyway, I get in my house. I don't remember talking to anybody about it that, that night or anything. We might have spoke about it. I can't. I, I tell you now, I don't remember anything after that incident on that day. But, but, so maybe a couple of weeks to a month later, maybe even a year later, we were telling ghost stories. <laughs> and me and my sister share ghost stories all the time about the things we see and we hear in that house. And I remember I had never told her the story. I remember she was like, she had came home late from work and she saw something in her peripheral and it was like this large dark mass. She didn't see it as a white silhouette. She said she saw this large dark mass standing beside the tree and it scared her so bad. It broke her down to the fundamental and she had to hurry up. (laughs) She had to hurry up into the house. And when she described it, it was exactly down to the T other than the fact that I saw a white silhouette and she saw a black silhouette it was the same exact thing and we never shared those stories like that was the first time I heard that from her when she told me that I started crying then she started crying she already knew what was going on y'all was- <laughs> were crying because you lost your black car you said <laughs> that huh? you didn't take your eyes off of it didn't know how to open the door you lost all your functions and everything your organs shut down are you, and you went serious? into the house. You went into the house and you didn't tell nobody. You just went you laid s- down and went to sleep. Nigga, listen to me. <laughs> you never, <laughs> you never experienced that. I, like I'm telling you, this house has this house has is a make or break situation. Come on, in our old childhood home, we've had some crazy things happen to us. Well, I'm trying to so. So we talk about like, that's the funny part about the Bigfoot thing. And I'll talk about that in a second, but let me talk about the Bigfoot. So years later, we're talking to Chris and he showed me this book. He had like a Bigfoot book and he was like, there goes your Bigfoot. And when I looked at the photo, it literally looked like the thing that I saw in the yard. And I was like, bro, did I actually see Bigfoot? Like, could it have been Bigfoot? Had it had been Bigfoot, I would have given you a hug. Like, but no, but, 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 but I have to say this. It wasn't that when you're when you're thinking spiritual and you're thinking otherworldly, I'm, I'm different now than I was then in the sense that I think that my functions, my body didn't shut down on my will. My, I could have froze because of whatever he had going on, whatever the entity had going on. I know that sounds funny, but people have moments of paralysis and moments of like when um, if you ever watch Ghost Hunters, there's a 
they their whole plight was to like go through houses and see if either you had like an actual haunting or if it was like electromagnetic waves that was going through your house that was causing things but electricity energy and all those things can interfere with your genetic makeup a lot of times people think that they have ghosts in their house and it could be like the wiring is really hot or their their breaker box is like a thousand years old mm -hmm. and it is setting off these um these electromagnetic waves right so like you're seeing things from the corner of your eye your hairs are standing up it feels really electric when you touch people in your house you're feeling like you're being watched like paranoia but that's all it's like your genetic makeup is being jumbled up because of the electricity in your home but if then when you when you put that into the aspect of like the spiritual realm a lot of people who do have um, spiritual supernatural experiences experience things like that when like I said when I saw the shadow people here I felt sad and confused right before I fell I felt sad and confused those were feelings that weren't my own it was all of the the energies that were surrounding me you know what I mean so yeah. when I saw this thing yeah I had like genuine gen what's the word general gen <laughs> you can try 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 I promise you'll get there genuine no i don't think that's the word i was looking <laughs> i had fear i had my own fear that's the word i'm looking for i i had my own fear for sure but then i felt like i was beside myself i was literally that damn doppelganger i was literally not me all of my functions went away. I didn't, I, and, but like I said, I couldn't put the key in the door because I won't look in at the door because I was making sure the thing that I was looking at that was tower, that was tall and buff wasn't going to be stepping, you know, in the movies when you look away and you look back and it's closer. I wasn't going to let that happen. You understand what I'm saying? So case, it took if me. You, if you shutting down like that with somebody <laughs> on your, you know, on, on your tail, you need to invest in a, in a weapon. It wasn't somebody. It was something. Well, see, that's what I was thinking. Since we getting into the Bigfoot thing. <laughs> um, getting into the Bigfoot apparition spectrum. Me and you had a conversation. And we were talking about how listening to so many different Bigfoot stories. And how I started to believe that if Bigfoot was a thing. Maybe Bigfoot might be traveling through. It's more of a, like a, a entity. Like traveling through different uh universes and mm -hmm. stuff like that you know what I'm dimensions. Saying? Uh, 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 dimensions i'm sorry yeah. dimensions uh, not existing as a as a physical thing in this realm you know what i'm saying almost mm -hmm. like what you would see as a ghost or you know what i'm saying uh ufo experience mm -hmm. like it, it can appear and reappear not a thing that's living in the woods and it mm -hmm. got a hut and everybody, you know, you know where his house at and, and all this stuff. That's, and you can that's go find Native them. American lore that they travel. They're interdimensional yeah, beings that yeah. travel and they're actual. I don't want to miss stuff, but I believe they're like actual protectors of like land mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like Smokey the Bear. Like Smokey the Bear. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know doggone well Smokey the Bear creepy. I mean, a bear with the jeans. Yeah, when he got the pants. Well, I mean, he's smooth. There he's was smooth one looking. commercial. This man was smoking the cigarette. And how'd it go? Okay, he was smoking a cigarette in the woods and then he like threw it in the grass and then he heard like a growl behind him and he turned around and Smokey the Bear was standing behind him. And I was like, what? Mm. A bear with a with the ranger hat? So he picked the cigarette up. But anyway, yeah, Smokey the Bear. But yeah, Bigfoot. Um, Bigfoot, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, existing more as a, like, you know, as a extraterrestrial type of thing. It doesn't have to be extraterrestrial as in 
you know, what people would consider the grays or green alien <laughs> men or <laughs> whatever you the view greens. it as, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, it is it, you know, it's 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 almost it's just it's a parallel universe mm-hmm. type of situation, you know, like a like they say a overseer protector. Uh, you know, something that, that appears and can appear in different places. So it's so many different sightings. But yet by this time, I'm not saying that this should be a fact. But, you know, I work in the well the um the <laughs> business that I work in, you know, is is the logging. You know, I I'm a truck driver. You know, uh, we got agricultural, you know, it's an agricultural thing. So it's a lot of trees being knocked down. You know, we do a lot of clearing, a lot of, you know what I'm saying, a lot of land clearing. There is replanting going on as well for the people who might not know about that. I'm not an advocate saying that we, you know what I'm saying, I'm not saying that we are right or wrong. But I'm saying that, I, hey, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm just out here getting nine to five, you know what I'm saying, just, just making money. But um, so it's a lot of land clearing. It seems like, like somebody should have came across something like that if he was a, a physical thing just living in the woods and you know what I'm saying the woods ain't even so deep beyond mm. then again I could be wrong there are remote areas within the United States of woods that haven't even probably been discovered yet and we don't I mean you know what I'm saying? we also it, don't see bears like talking about so yeah but I didn't see it, I didn't see one two three four five and I didn't see five bears in my in since in, in, at the age I am 28 I've seen one I'm, bear in my uh, okay, one free bear in my life seen one bigfoot and the, and for the people I and did. for the thing when the, when the people come up with oh we got this bigfoot track it's always one damn foot that man got that person got two feet okay y'all say he running he pushing about nine foot that's because honey he 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 step and then he go into the other reality Bro, a, so so okay all right, so uh, you know what? Hey, you might be right. Let me shut up because I might have just put my own foot. You know what? I did say that he just skipped between universes, so it might just be that one foot. But no, nah, that ain't how they saying it to me. They saw they watched him run off. They should have more tracks. And I ain't talking about they saw him make a step and then he just floated into the atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? But anyways. I don't like this whole narrative that's been put on the Bigfoot franchise that is like, oh, he's evil. We must shoot him down. He must die. It's, it's, and I'm like, mm. to know that Native Americans saw him as, like, protector of land and, um, you know, like, guardians and, and stuff like that. Like, y'all be tripping. And y'all know what I mean. Yeah, it's, you know. It's always like a. The, the, the weird part about. Hunting about and the, gaining. I, I, I can't speak for everybody. But the weird thing about the, the human perspective is the things that we don't know, the unknown. is something must die. That we, yeah, it must die. You know what I'm saying, and and yada yada yada. You know what I'm saying. That what was with me being a hunter. You know, coming up. You know, I got out of hunting because it was like, you know, hey, I'm out here. You know, I don't have to kill these animals. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. I used to actually feel bad. I, I was in my hunting career was very short lived. You know what I'm saying. I did a lot of hunting, but um, you know, it was short lived for that. Yeah, like he was good at it. Girl, you cr- I'm sitting now, but you ain't got me bragging about what I just <laughs> literally said. Hey, all right, I'll I tell you what. I'll put it like this. I, I'm an extremely good shot. I do, I'm do. i doing plenty of games when it comes to a gun. Step in front of if you want to. Okay. You're going to get touched. So, <laughs> you hear there. that Bigfoot? No, I'm not talking to Bigfoot. I'm not talking to Bigfoot. I don't see Bigfoot. Is, I told you he can travel between different universes. Oh, my God, I feel like he's going to visit tonight. I just, uh, that's please, not anyways, we're going to move After- on. I should, have told, I should have told your mom my Bigfoot story. But like I said, I'm just now, this year, feeling like it was a Bigfoot story. But your mom's obsessed yeah, yeah, with Bigfoot. Yeah. She thinks that 
He throws rocks at her. Um, my mama is, is she wants she's to smoke. funny. She's funny. Yeah, she's she, yeah. She even had her experiences, and I was just like, well, I don't know. It might just be a you know a squirrel, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> just eating those acorns and just falling from the tree. But you know, if he if y'all think that you know he want to throw rocks. Hey, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? What y'all, is that? What is that story? Why does he throw rocks? Why do people say he? Throws? I, I can't remember. Um, you know, I've seen it. I don't, don't give me the line. You know, so I'm not gonna put out <laughs> nothing that I don't. Okay. Um, yeah. But um, moving on to another story, and I'm pretty sure uh, Tiara has another story as well. Um, <clears throat> my last story that I have personally is you know I'm a truck driver, and apparently there's this thing where truck drivers have you know paranormal experiences out on the road you know what i'm saying especially when you like over road thing where y'all have paranormal experiences out on the road there are stories of truck driving like you know like you got the folklore of the black dog like they made a movie about that okay. about this uh this black dog like when truck drivers get really sleepy they see this black dog and it's like this look like a damn zombie dog beyond which is like a black um what you call it uh how how Something like that, yeah. Something like that, but it, like they'll be driving and they getting really sleepy, and then all of a sudden this thing just come like running down the road. You see it getting like it just appears, Relax. and then it jumps up on the hood, and then they just jump up or either wreck. It's just craziness, but what? um, yeah. How it, do you it's, make it through life as a truck driver? You leave real dark. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, we around here, you know what I'm saying? When you start stepping out there, like when you get into that open land, like the the, the deserts and. And a different area when you were like the only person on the road for hundreds of miles going through like, you know, the Arizona, New Mexico. All right. So, you know, I'm pretty sure it get real creepy out there. But here's my story. So um, I work on the East Coast side. Last year, I started doing uh, getting into a different thing while I was hauling flatbed. Uh, you know, if you all know what that is, you know what it is. If not, look it up. Uh, flatbed, but I was hauling for this place called Scott's. Um, you might know the company is Scott's Miracle Grow. They make plants and make, you know, I mean, not plants. They don't make plants. They do. But the stuff that they, the, the, the soil and all that stuff, uh, mulch, all that different thing. Like, you know, the, the big supply that you see at Home Depot, the commercials, Scott's Lawn Care. So I, I haul for this company. And so when that season comes, it's during the springtime, during the summer, people buying mulch like crazy. And so I was just, I was, hey, loads were coming out and, I was I was running them, you know, and um I did a lot of early delivery stuff on my end. I, I picked my loads to where I started delivering at like four AM in the morning. So I would leave home maybe one thirty, two o'clock at the latest, you know, and so it, it was a lot of times where it, it obviously it's gonna be pitch dark where I'm and I'd be the only person on the road. So I had this one experience, I was running a load down to a place called Fuquay, I think that's how you pronounce it, Verena, North Carolina. I was running a load down there. I left the house 1.30 going on 2 o'clock. Had to be there by 4 a.m. for this delivery. So I'm getting on the road. I'm Hey, I'm cutting my music on. I'm, I'm turned up. You know what I'm saying? I'm blasting the music. You know what I'm saying? Having anxiety attacks, all that stuff. I got to make the money. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I was going through a rough spell. But so I was blasting my music. This morning, I was feeling good. I was running. You know what I'm saying? I get down to deep into North Carolina. I'm probably about maybe... What? Go ahead. I'm about... 30 don't do that ew go ahead i'm about 35 minutes out maybe 35 to 40 minutes out from my destination at this home depot i go around and do the same route that i take i'm coming up on my exit there's this underpass that i had to go on there as i'm trucking through this underpass 
that my headlights lit up the bottom of this underpass. And if you know what an underpass is, hey, I might be wrong, but if you know what an underpass is, it's a bridge over top of the highway or whatever uh, that you go under. And they, you know, they all have that slant. It's like a pocket up on the very backside of the bridge. It's, it's a slant that comes down to the to the road. And when I went under it, it lit up. I saw a girl, like a like maybe a teenager or something like that. I'm not saying it was a ghost. I'm not saying it was this that dirt. Mm-hmm. But I saw a girl sitting up in the very top in the corner. It looked like she had on maybe like a, a, a light colored coat, maybe pink or something like that. I saw slightly her face light up. I didn't see... I'm not trying to make it sound creepy. I didn't see her eyes and all this stuff. It was just like I saw a younger girl or maybe it was just an older woman who was, you know, who just looked younger sitting up at the top of this bridge. Bruh, it is three o'clock in the morning. But, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you know, and it, it, it scared me to death. I'm like, what in the hell is going on? Either even even if it was just a situation of a girl running away from home mm-hmm. or if they were homeless, I'm not used to seeing homeless people sitting up in that type of area. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. Um, but when I saw it, it scared me. They'll come like, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, literally, it's some cars here and there. But I'm like, I'm on the stretch road. I'm just by myself at this point I'm on the saying, highway. Yeah. yeah, it's spaced out. You know, you don't see cars. It, you might be, another truck might come up on you. When they pass you, you hey, you out there still by yourself. So when I saw it, it scared me. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I'm like, what the heck? What What is going on? Was that a ghost? Was it a person? If it was a person, why are they just sitting up under there like that? It wasn't look like it wasn't. Didn't look like they were sleeping. Like they were just sitting up with their hands around their knees and just like looking straight. Ew. Yeah, it just popped up, and I was just like, look. Ew. After that, Ew. Hey, I stopped doing a whole lot of early deliveries. I was like, hey, look, my delivery is gonna be made that when that sun you? up. Did it scare me? I didn't know you. Have y'all ever seen Nope? I'm not trying to spoil it, but I mean, my you need to see it. He is literally the brother in Nope. That nothing, he doesn't let things, he doesn't let things get to him. I didn't, I mean, you, this, the, first of all, okay. I'm over here crying. Relax yourself. <laughs> no, listen, so I, I might have, I might have missed some information. Was this anywhere near Greensboro? No? No. No, this was, this was on the, on the opposite side. Okay. It's still a coincidence. When you said North Carolina, my heart dropped because I was doing some research about, the legend of the girl under the bridge and people see there's a legend there oh yeah come on with it come on with it there well there are different stories about legends of girls under the bridge there's y'all hear noise i didn't fart that was me adjusting okay so there's like the most popular story where they're like um everybody tells it I, i don't really know where this this particular one originated from um people would see like this girl they would drive past her on the bridge and she would be like uh you know a hitchhiker or whatever Mm -hmm. and so they pull over and she asked them for a ride and then you know when they let her in the car she's like oh yeah i just live yonder you know i'm I'm yonder i just live you know this way that way whatever but when they pick her up she seems like weird and kind of ominous or whatever and then she disappears out of the car and people have reported this like she you're, are you okay? Your stomach. Yeah, so that's, yeah. that's one version. Like people have reported picking this girl up, and that she just seems strange and out of it or whatever. Then there was a story um, unrelated. I remember. Well, it's kind of related. There was this girl um, who I don't know if she. Okay, th- th- so I remember seeing this on like a, a documentary or whatever. But 
this car had drove past her on the on the road and she was like laid out and naked on the side of the road it was the middle of the night and so they stopped to like help her and things like that and she wasn't actually there but she it was I don't know how to explain it like she had gotten an accident and her car had like driven into the woods Mm -hmm. and so she was like dead in her car but her spirit traveled to the edge of the road and laid out so people could find her so people could find the tracks to go find her in the car but here's this part about so this is another story this was before okay i'm sorry i'm getting because you said north carolina like i said but i thought you said anyway so listen so then i was this there's another legend about a girl under a bridge who's like wearing a hoodie and stuff um and this family had drove past her it was a mom and a daughter they drove past her and they like her mom was already nervous and stuff like that because her mom can't see at night so like they're seeing this girl like sitting on the side of the road under the bridge and she looks like she's the shovel she looks like she's crying and so they're like okay maybe we can go pick her up or whatever and so when they slowed down beside her and she looked up she didn't have a face there are so many different reports of people seeing a girl under the bridge so specifically in in Jamestown and Greensboro, there was a story of um, Jamestown and Greensboro. I had to look at because I was like, what Jamestown, is it? like where? And Greens, it's uh, it's in my phone, but it's like a county in Greensboro, not a county not, in Greensboro. Yes, Greensboro is in North Carolina. Yes, it's a county in Greensboro. I don't know. You're okay. It's geographically. So, I understand what you're least. saying. Please, y'all, don't even try to read me for the filth. But between it was between Greensboro and another county, but this place was called Jamestown. I looked I it up. I don't know. I, I probably could be wrong. My, my, I, you got me messed up. I'm gonna say that I can't say the other word. Continue. So listen. So, um, you know, because there's a legend about seeing girls under the bridge or whatever. But they, it was like they named a bridge after this uh, specific ghost that people were seeing under the bridge. This woman, they named it like Lydia's Bridge. But they didn't really necessarily know her name. That's the thing. So that's the story about the girl getting in the car and disappearing and them seeing her. I think that originated in the Jamestown in Greensboro. So people, um, people, somebody that was like an author, they like wrote about it and they had to do some digging because they really wanted to like get into like the history of what this was. So apparently it was June, July 20th, 1920. There was this 30 year old girl named Anna. L. Jackson, I believe, her and her friends got in a horrible car accident. It resulted in her death. And so that's the person that they believe that they see under that bridge. So when you told me about you seeing this lady in the hoodie, the first story I was thinking of was when the the mom and the daughter drove past that woman and she didn't have a face when they were going to stop and help her. She didn't have a face. They drove off, they sped off. And then when they turned back around, to like see what was going on she wasn't there but there are so many different reports of Mm -hmm. seeing obviously a ghostly woman under a bridge and it could be halloween spooky um scary time but when you said north carolina it sent ed sharon shivers up my spine like for real like that's yeah you're right yes it could have been like a homeless person or somebody running away from home but just the odds of just seeing that like a girl and you're (laughs) She was sitting on the bridge meditating. Yeah, it was. You know, you know how like you would sit down on your butt and on your back. Oh, whatever the hell I said. I got oh, you, you messed you, up. Yeah, you got me messed up. When you sit down on your bottom, how about that? And um, she had her knees like up to her chest, and um, like I said, with her arms wrapped around her knees, like pulling her knees in towards her chest, and just sitting there. 
it's just sitting there. It was like it was like a, a a three second flash of my headlights seeing her up under the bridge at the very top, up in that little pocket. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just sitting there, and I was just like, I don't care if it was a ghost or weird or, or, or a real person. Um, that was just eerie. I would say, you know what I'm saying? Not to, and I don't know anybody's situation or anything, you know what I'm saying? It was just, as a, as a driver, to go up, up under a bridge and then just see, you know what I'm saying, at that time and just see like a full person mm-hmm. sitting up under there kind of catch you off guard, you know what I'm saying? It'll catch anybody off guard. It's not something that you would normally see, you know what I'm saying, at that time, just sitting there like that, fully awake, not laying down, taking a, a, a snooze, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, like it, she was, yeah. It, like she was so actually awake. Yeah. What do you think about those legends and those stories I was telling you? Does that, that creeped put me a out. That put a whole different perspective on it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, not in a disres- not to be sound disrespectful or anything. You know, it could be a folklore mm-hmm. type of situation. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? That definitely scares the hell out of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to have a, a folklore tied to that. But you know what I'm saying? Either way, um, you know, it's just. It's just something that's creepy, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah. that you know, that was that was one of my first, and I hope that's the last. Um, <laughs> that's you so know crazy. weird truck driving experience. Um, Let me ask you this: so you drive on that, you had to drive past her to mm-hmm. go to your destination, then you had to drive past that situation again. Did yeah, you I was see on the opposite, her? I was on the opposite side. Um, I think by that time, I didn't even, I wasn't like when it happened. It was, I was, I was like it creeped me out but mm-hmm. it wasn't really something you know what i'm saying like i, I was it was paper chasing season you know what i'm saying so it's like <laughs> but it wasn't until like later and i was just like well, i gotta tell you about this you know and then you really get into it you know what i'm saying well, i didn't think about it on the way back up you know what i'm saying but i don't think you ever told me that story until the podcast with um in your ear studios yeah yeah we we talked about it on in your ear studios but it wasn't um you know in a full detail way it was just you know mentioning Something about that, but yeah, um, you know, it's a thing. Uh, I I listen. I reckon plug. Uh, I listen to um, audio things uh, like creepy stories, or you can whatever you want to listen to something spiritual. I'm talking about Mister Nightmare. Check him out. You know what I'm saying? If you want to, you got some really cool stories. He does have some um, like this short videos, maybe 15 minutes, 12 to 15 minutes, um, depending on the stories. But it's usually three stories. You could type them in specifically. Uh, he had some truck driver stories, uh, some truck drivers sent in there, you know, weird experiences. And then, like I said, not necessarily ghostly, just things like them driving past somebody being in the road and trying, you know, in early morning hours, one o'clock in the morning, you the only person out there and all these different things, you know what I'm saying? Being followed, all types of crazy, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's, it, that early morning hour type stuff can get real trippy, you know what I'm saying? If you're a spook, you know what I'm saying? That's but. such a coincidence that you were in North Carolina. Like you said, you weren't near Greensboro, so that's a stretch. Yeah. But just, just what, like I said before, I knew that when you said you were in North Carolina, I was literally over here crying. So I'm like, that, that could be it. Like that could, you could have evidence of seeing the ghost girl under the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Ew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Did I mess up your work week? Oh no. I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, I'm I'm not leaving to get daylight tomorrow okay. for work. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was a, that was a pretty odd experience. I had some pretty odd experiences. You know what I'm saying? 
So, 20 minutes left? Yeah. If you want to wrap it up. Oh, yeah, one sure. I'll, we'll I'll share this story because it's, it's kind of my favorite. And now that I'm not in the situation, it's my favorite. But when it happened, it wasn't. So this is back at the house that I told you felt like a portal. Um, each individual haunting is different. We done talked about Bigfoot. Now we're about to talk about, I don't even, to this day, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know what this was. So, um, in this house, we have like, I want to say one, two, three, four, five, five bedrooms. There was only one bedroom that had a TV in it. It was my mom's bedroom. So when my mom was out or she wasn't in her room, we just chilled in her room or whatever. So we're in her bedroom watching medium. My mom went to the grocery store um, and we're just like in there chilling. I love medium. I love shows like that, like medium, lie to me, um, crossing Jordan, all that stuff. Plug them, plug them. I love those shows. I love crossing Jordan. I had such a crush on her. She had like this raspy voice. Oh my God. Anyway, so I'm sitting there watching medium and I hear the window. Okay. Excuse me. I'm not as good as telling the stories as you are. So just bear with me. The TV is sitting in front of the window and the window was cracked open a little bit. It's summertime. So we're letting some natural air in. So as I'm watching medium, me and uh, my little sister, I hear my mom's car pull up. It's like, it's nighttime, by the way. I hear my mom's car pull up. So I go around the TV and I look out the window and I see my mom's car in the driveway. Um, I was like, all right, let's go help her with the groceries. As I'm going downstairs to help her with the groceries, I hear the door open and the door closed. We have like this old, uh, like. With the judge hammer. It's it's like a judge hammer for real. It, instead of a uh, doorbell, it's like this judge hammer. You lift it up and it knocks like we're in Victorian times. It's awful. But you can hear when the door opens and then when the door closes because if you like swing it open, it'll knock or whatever. So as, I, um, like, as I'm going downstairs, I hear the door open and I hear the knocking of like the judge hammer. So I get downstairs and the door is closed. Mm. Um, and so I go to the door because I'm like maybe she went back outside like I mean I saw my mom's car so like maybe she went back outside she forgot something I'm just gonna go help her with the groceries so when I get to the door the door is actually locked so I'm like everything's moving really really fast I went from watching medium to hearing my mom's car to seeing it in the driveway to going down the stairs and as I'm going down the stairs I hear the door as I get to the door the door is locked it's moving really fast but I'm thinking in my mind first thought I saw my mom's car that's the most logical thing. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. And in the driveway. In the driveway. So <laughs> so I'm not thinking anything of it. I unlock the door and I go outside. And as I'm walking off the porch, I don't see her car in the driveway. So I'm like, maybe she pulled up just a little bit further into the driveway. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking down the path. I still don't see her car. I get to the edge of the path where the mailbox is. That's at the end. Of, that's on That's on the road. And her car is nowhere to be found. So then I get those chills up my spine. Cause like, I'm like, like I said, things are moving really, really fast. There's no possible way in my mind that I saw my mom's car. I heard her come in the house. And within that time frame of me, her bedroom is right beside the staircase. So from the time for me leaving the bedroom to getting down the stairs, she managed to come in the house, say, oh no, I forgot something. Go out the house, lock the door, go and down the path, the get out the path. And, right. And you didn't even catch a tail in or nothing. So I'm just a child. I'm just a kid standing out in the dark at this point. My mom's not home. Um, so I just kind of skedaddle back in the house and I get into the house 
And Tahera, my little sister, she's at this point, she's at the bottom of the stairs. So uh, she looks at me and I look at her and I shrug and I'm like, I don't know. I, she was here. And so Tahera kind of scurries a little bit down the stairs. You know, we're both kind of puzzled. And as I, as I'm telling her, I don't know what's going on. She's not here. Like we thought we started to hear what I can only describe as a brothel. I don't know what was going on. There was so much foot traffic above us. This was a two story house. We could hear mm. people walking back and forth upstairs. Lord. Huh? Yeah. We could hear it was like they had on uh like high heels. It was that type of walking. We could hear mo- it wasn't just one person. <laughs> I had I just got chills. It you was need like to relax. He scared me a little bit. I didn't know what you sorry. thought you might awesome. Once again we sitting out in the in the in the dark in a park. It it sounded like there was like an ongoing party going on. We could hear people going back and forth into the rooms and up and down and back and forth. So I grabbed Tahera. We have two bathrooms, one upstairs where the where this these things were happening and one right at the bottom of the stairs. And the one at the bottom of the stairs has a lock on it, like on the inside. So I grabbed her and I uh like <laughs> mind you, we're both teenagers, but like my my I guess mom instinct popped up. I grabbed her and I pulled her into the bathroom, um, the downstairs bathroom right below the stairs, and I locked the door and we literally just sat in the corner and I was holding her and we were crying and the whole time all we hear is back and forth, back and forth. We're just hearing like people walking around and I'm sitting there like, I have no idea how long we're going to be in this bathroom. I don't have a phone, people. Okay, I didn't I didn't technically get a phone until I was like 47. Okay. I did. My little sister had a phone before I did. I had like <laughs> a iPad and a laptop. I didn't, I don't know why my parents, it won't even like that, but I felt like very difficult to try to text, you know, your girlfriend or, you know, the, the, the dream girl. And she ain't got no I phone. Ain't, I was she had off to the share grid. it with the family. And I'm like, why did my little sister got a phone before me? Granted, she had friends. I didn't. But, like, come on. Like, I have a boyfriend or whatever. Like, I need to talk to somebody. But, anyway, I had no phone. But there was no phone. There was no house phone in there. So, I'm holding on to the Tahira. And, like, we're just sitting there, like, I, I don't know. I don't know how long we're going to be sitting in this bathroom. I don't know. I don't know what that is upstairs. Because it could be one of two things. It could be, for real, somebody broke into our house. And this will, my, like, we're about mm, to die. Yeah. we're literally about to die and the only thing that's stopping them from getting us is this little bougie lock on the door frame it could be that or it could be what we had been hearing and seeing for the 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 entire time we lived there which was otherworldly stuff it was so scary i'm trying i'm trying not to cry now because like after telling the story about the lady you saw under the bridge now i'm starting to realize how real and scary this stuff is like when you (laughs) when you're in it I don't know how long we were in the bathroom, but then all of a sudden I hear the door open, the 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 house door, and I hear the nozzle and stuff like that. And I can't remember how we determined it was my mom, but I guess maybe we heard her voice or something like that. And then we I opened the door a little bit and we saw her and we felt safe. But I felt like we were in that bathroom for an eternity. And I'll never forget that. That was something out of, mm. straight out of a, a sci-fi book like talking about doppelgangers wrapping it all back around like that's crazy we saw her car like I literally saw her car it wasn't like I saw the burglar's car I saw my mom's then car in the driveway none of that 
to this day makes any sense to me. None of that makes sense to me unless it was like I said, this and at this for at this house, so many weird things happened. Um, we never got into the fact that I have a trapdoor closet in my closet in my bedroom. Um, I would hear I remember um on Jamil's episode for like the title of it, I was like, if you heard a strange knock at the door or if you heard somebody um like say your name or whatever, would you respond? And I was joking with Aisha, I was like what I answer. And I did that occasion before I knew what these things meant in that house. I would hear multiple times. It would be specifically when I was in the shower, I would hear somebody screaming my name and it sounded like my mom's voice. And they say, when you hear something calling your name and it's not from this world, don't answer because you're inviting it in. And I would always think it's my mom. So I'm like, yes, hello. And she would never respond. You know what I mean? And so that happened at and on this location the reason why I started to think it was more like a portal situation every tree in that in that in my mom's yard got struck by lightning if you ever seen my mom's house in your in your imagination just think about all the trees surrounding it and how they have fallen over and then kind of overgrown with new growth because they were struck by lightning the car I think was um our car has been struck by lightning twice but I, I guess one and a half times because this is undetermined one night it was storming and all of a sudden we could hear loud music and then when we went outside my dad's car was on um that house like I said I could talk about it now I'm feeling like I'm gonna have a couple of nightmares tonight but that was one of the crazy experiences we ever had like like I said talking about doppelgangers and uh and alternate realities and stuff there's no I have no explanation for what happened that night. It sends chills on my spine when you physically see. Like I said, when I saw the potential Bigfoot, it still scared me. It was still ghostly or whatever. But I saw a physical car like this. I ain't see through no car. It wasn't no figment of my imagination. The moonlight was tinted in a way that you could see the reflection of like the little designs on the side and stuff like that. You know how cars are when they have the reflection of the light around it, the street lights and stuff. Mm-hmm. I saw all of that. I heard my mama come in the house. Granted, I didn't hear her voice, but I heard the door open and cl- almost as though, oh, you know what? It was almost as though we were in the future. Does it make sense? Like it happened, but it, it didn't happen yet. Like everything that I saw was what happened after me and Tahira locked ourselves in the bathroom. Like my mom pulling in the driveway, my mom coming in the house. That's a real thing. But we saw it happen before it actually did. Yeah. But yeah. what that doesn't explain what we were hearing upstairs. That to this day, there was another incident though about like I, I like I, I said in Jamil's episode, I Although they tell stories like, oh, yeah, this was like an old funeral home and stuff like that. And I would love to dig into the history. And then um, years later, the lady who lived in our house before the man we bought it from, you know, she came and she visited and she walked through it. And I don't think she mentioned anything about stuff like that or anything otherworldly. But like, it just doesn't explain all of the stuff that happened in the house. I remember me and Tahara were watching Paranormal Witness and... um. If y'all believe in stuff like that, like we were talking about on Jamil's episode, when things travel through space and time, like TVs and stuff, and it can alter your reality. Um, we were watching that and all of it, I can't even remember what happened. We got into this nasty argument. Like we were watching, it went from watching that to like f- almost fist fighting argument. 
And then in the middle of our argument, this is a, this is broad daylight too. In the middle of our argument, we can hear something walking down the stairs, not a creak, not a, did I hear that? But somebody actually walking down the stairs, mind you, we were sitting directly in front of the stairs because we were sitting directly in front of the, the now TV was downstairs. Like the, it was right there in front of the stairs. We heard somebody, we have two different levels in these stairs. You have one that goes down, then it turns and it's like this huge star and then it turns again and then you're into the living room. We heard it go down the first level of stairs and we stopped arguing and we were looking and then we heard a creak on the, on the star part. Now the star part is facing us and then we heard it walk down the stairs almost as though it entered the living room right to where we were and I swear to y'all not. Like I said, this argument was petty. This argument was small. I don't even know what it was about. This is really, really funny. We got into a fist fight, like a brawl. Like it was crazy to the point where I like, I ran outside in my pajamas. I was crying. I remember this man. Um, I don't know if he was like the cable guy or whatever. He came <laughs> up in the yard. He was like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm fine. I just need a moment. But like to this, like, that house was crazy, and I can't wait to share more stories with y'all. But we have to wrap it up because he keep looking at the time, and I think it's no, over. I'm just checking the time, you know what I'm saying? But, no, um, obviously, there's more podcasts to do. Why well, drop everything in one episode when we possibly might have a second season? <laughs> Go ahead. But, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, this 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 episode was wild. You got a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it, it wrapped up really well with like doppelgangers and alternate realities. It's just, I'm sorry that I had to drop them gems about the, the ghost girl under the bridge, but I was like, I can't wait to ruin your day. <laughs> well, I tell you what, <laughs> you put a whole different perspective on that whole situation. But yeah. It's been great. <laughs> this has been so fun. Thank you for sticking with us all five episodes. Um, for real, like, I love this. I'm so happy we got to share this this part of us. Yeah, I'm so I'm so happy. used to doing the end, and we having other people, and you kind of <laughs> close out this. So I'm sitting here quiet. <laughs> <laughs> nah, friend, talk. Nah, nah, nah. It's been a it's been a growth experience as well. It's kind of cringe when you're sitting here talking about doppelgangers and Bigfoot and stuff like that, but y'all understand. Like, I I I think y'all understand where we're coming from, and I can't wait to share more with y'all and if you want to be on season two please hit us up like i want this to be bigger and better and i hope that you got your thrills and your scares out of this i hope that y'all have a good halloween too we've been so invested in this that we haven't done any of our cosplays i did one cosplay at you like bought two different masks we were supposed to do cosplays and we've done nothing because we've been so involved with this you know what i'm saying because i don't wait for nobody you know (laughs) Like the the situation up under the bridge. I'm gonna say situation. <laughs> I had to go. You know what I'm saying? Because money calls. Money calls. But um, <laughs> Rose said it first. Um, but <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyways, um, well, I hope y'all have a great evening, morning, night, wherever you may be. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a manifesting. We got people listening in different areas and that'd be countries. so cool. Yeah, that's pretty. And cool. Ireland. I said that's pretty cool. See, manifestation. You hear that talking? What? It already happened. You you'll hear it when you listen back. But anyways, you know. I don't know how I'm gonna listen. I'm I have no idea how I'm gonna do this. 
like listen back to this with the headphones because I feel like I'm gonna creep myself out but um y'all stay spooky go outside look at the stars play with a Ouija board and also remember that there's not always a beginning to everything sometimes Mm. things just exist Thank you.